Welcome to Make Account, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters most, people and God, all for heaven's sake. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, which invites you to know and show the welcoming heart of God. We all long for a life that matters, to give ourselves away for the next generation, to invest in things that will outlive us, and as my pastor said recently, to age intentionally and strategically. No matter what age or stage we are in, we are all growing older. There is no stopping that train. But we want to grow something besides old. Thank you for joining me on Make Account, Living a Legacy Life. Welcome to Make Account, Living a Legacy Life, Episode 1. It's all about time. When talking about making our lives count, you know we have to talk about time. Time is something we all have, but never seem to have enough of. Unless, of course, we are waiting for something to happen or someone to arrive. That's when there's too much time. I had an MRI the other day, my first time. It was way too much time. When the young man said that I would be in that tiny, noisy tube for 15 minutes, it didn't seem like much time. But once I was in, he had neglected to tell me to close my eyes. Once I went in that little tube, it seemed like forever, and I closed my eyes immediately. I had a grip on my panic button. I began Lamaze breathing because that's what we do. And it wasn't until I began rearranging my office furniture in my head that I noticed some time had passed and my breathing had become more regulated. Fifteen minutes seemed like an hour. I moved that furniture around quite a few times in my head. Of course, I don't even have an office, but it did help me. You've heard that expression or maybe you've used it. Time flies when you're having fun. Believe me, I was not having fun. God's outside of time, but he put us in time and we need to pay attention to how we use what we're given. Making our lives count means we pay attention to how we use the time we're given and how long it's going to be. I was talking to a group of friends earlier this year who were sharing about how their parents were getting more frail and experiencing physical and mental problems. I asked one of my friends, so how old is your mom? He said, she's 87. Hmm, I thought, I'll be 67 this year. That's 20 years from now. Someday, some people are going to be saying how I'm losing my faculties. Well, that could be sooner than 20 years. When you are 12, 20 years seems like a long time. When you are 25, 20 years seems like a long time. When you are 40, 20 years seems like a long time. But when you are 66, almost 67, 20 years doesn't sound like much. At that time, I figured I, I have about 20 years left of cognitive viability, if that. In 20 years, I may not be able to spell cognitive or pronounce viability. That's the way things are. We are born, we grow up, we grow older, then one day we are 87 and wondering where the time went and where in the heck are my keys? Where's my car? Did my kids take my car away? And why aren't they calling me? One of my sister's favorite verses, in fact, I thought it was her favorite verse, Ephesians 5.16, re is redeem the time for the days are evil, which we know they are. We don't want to think about it, but they are. 
When I told her I was going to mention that, she corrected me. Now, she is five years younger than I am, but that doesn't mean that she's young. <laughs> and she's earned the right to correct me, especially when I'm actually wrong. She said, her, she said, yes, Sue, that is a good verse, and it's relatable to the one she loves the most. But her favorite verse is actually Psalm 90:12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. What does that mean, to number our days? I love the New Living Translation. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. I love that. Our whole lives growing in wisdom. I also love that old-fashioned word, redeem. It sounds like something wonderful, like when you add up all your points and you redeem them for cash back, or you spend $200 at TJ Maxx and they give you a gift certificate for 10 whole dollars and then you redeem it while spending another 200 you you know where i'm going with this i shop too much redeem means to regain possession in exchange for payment or to buy back but with each second or minute passing we can't get those back so how can we buy back or redeem time we can't get the minutes back but we can invest in them for the future by the way, the verse previous is, so be careful to live your lives wisely, not foolishly. To be careful sounds like we need to be paying attention. One of the Greek translation definitions is to make wise and sacred use of every opportunity. Isn't that beautiful? I don't think of my day as a sacred uh, entity. So we pay attention to how short time is or the length of time, and we pay attention to the depth of time. Do we see our days as sacred for God's use? So how do I do that? Well, we ask for wisdom. I remember a long time ago when visiting my oldest brother Hyatt's home when their kids were still young. They each had to share a prayer request around the table and the person next to them would pray for that request. Their only son, little Hyatt, turned to his dad and said, I don't know what to ask for, Dad. And Hyatt said, Big Hyatt said, you can always ask for wisdom. Little Hyatt did that a lot and still does. He's a very wise young man of 40. God hears that prayer for wisdom. We want to use our time wisely. And we start by praying for wisdom. And not just one time, but all the time, morning, noon, and night. My younger brother, Steve, well, He's younger than Hyatt, not younger than me. Let's get this straight. My brother Steve and his wife Karen pray regularly for their three kids and their families by choosing one meal for each child. I'm not sure how you'd do that if you have five kids. I guess midnight snacking could turn into a sacred event as well. The point is to ask God for wisdom on a regular basis and doing it three times a day at meals is a good way to remember. We pray often, not because God forgets to give us wisdom. It's not like, oh, now is she here again? Now what was it that she was asking for? No, to pray regularly for the same thing is for our sake, especially when we pray for something that we need so desperately so that we remember that we're weak, that we need him. We don't want to go ahead of him or behind him, but with him in wisdom and that way our lives will count for something beyond ourselves. Redeeming the time could sound like it's something that's frantic, 
rushing around, making goals, strategizing, working on strategies, taking stock, reevaluating, wash, rinse, repeat. It sounds like it could be an ulcer in the making. Another meaning of redeem is to make the most of opportunity, of every opportunity, making the best use of your time. Now the holidays are around the corner. Maybe that makes you feel like you are in a very small tube and you need a panic button. We're going to be talking about making our holidays count in an upcoming episode. Andy Warhol said, the idea is not to live forever, but to create something that will. He's wrong on both counts. I'm so sorry, Andy. We do want to live forever. God has made us to long for eternity. And we cannot create something that will live forever. Only God can do the creating. But, but we can pour into people by telling them the message of salvation and encouraging each other to live with a mindset for eternity. I have a great friend, Danny. He's, his favorite book in the Bible is Revelation, and he's always talking about what God has planned for those who follow Jesus. And some people might think he's, you know, like a little um, single-minded, but I bet God just delights in the way that Danny is looking forward to heaven. And it's a great treat for us to have him in our Bible study. Recently, I've been trying to memorize Philippians 3, finally, after all these years, just maybe eight verses. And the one I was working on this week was, I press on toward, let's see if I can remember it. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. There are so many prepositions in that verse. I had to break it down by prepositional phrases. I used to be an English teacher. But the whole point is that he is pressing on to what God has called him heavenward. And God has called us heavenward. And we're to be pressing on towards that. So there is a certain intensity in how we look at our time. I met a young fellow once who had a dynamic personality. I can just tell it right off the bat. And I took his arm as we were walking down the street. And I said, you know what? You could change this whole city with your right arm tied behind your back if that is what God wanted you to do, my dear young man. I can get away with saying that too, dear young men. Now, this wasn't a pep talk. This was a truth talk. I continued, when we realize that we are chosen by God to know God and live out his purposes for us, that's when we don't waste our time, which means we don't waste our lives. But, and this is all the but God requires, But we need to believe that he is and that he loves and that he redeems us for his very own. In that funny movie, Bruce Almighty, do you remember the part where uh, Morgan Freeman, who was playing the part of God, says to Bruce, you're funny. I made you that way. Do you know how God has made you? It makes all the difference in making our lives count. God made me funny too. At least my husband Mark thinks I'm funny. Uh, He tells me that's why he married me, so I better stay funny. How did God make you? However he did, he expects us to use our gifts and talents for him. And when we do, we live a legacy life. This may be the main thing you need to hear right now. What gifts, how has God made you? 
and then you give them back to him. And then he makes something that's beyond ourselves. From Bruce Almighty to uh, the Puritans, here's a great prayer from the Puritans. In fact, this is a, a good little devotional book, The Valley of Vision, a collection of Puritan prayers. I'll leave the link um, on my website. Here's the prayer. Grant me to see that thy many gifts are but thy hands and fingers taking hold of me. I give myself to thee, for all I have or own is thine. Isn't that beautiful? Start asking, what do you have in mind, Lord, since all I have or own is thine? When you're 35 or even 40, you might not see the urgency in redeeming the time. But at 67, I'm all in. How much more time will I have to invest in God's glory and worth this side of heaven? None of us know. The only way to redeem our time well and for his glory is when we offer ourselves up to him in prayer every day. So what are the takeaways today? We pay attention. We recognize we only get so much time. We pay attention to its length, its brevity. We pay attention to its depth, its sacredness. How are we using today for things that matter? We pray for wisdom. We ask God for help, recognizing our frailties and dependence, not just one time, one and done, but morning, noon, and night. I think our dependence and our humility makes us more precious to God, if that can be something that we can be more precious. He is drawn to our humility. It does say that in scripture. And thirdly, we surrender ourselves daily. Lord, you made me this way. You gave me this day. Now help me make my life count for you. Here's a prayer for all of us. Lord, I pray I live for you this whole day long so it will count for you. Amen. Until next time, live your legacy life, the one he gave you to count for him. Thanks so much for joining me.